Alright, I'm uh this uh oh my god, it's been so long. Uh we are those muckrakers, uh we are the shouty radio people. Uh we are bringing it straight to your ear canals, uh with all the week's news and info. Uh I'm changing my name from Peter Van Pelt now to just like Coconut Van Pelt because I just got back off a cruise. That's right, we are the muckrakers bringing all the news to you straight out of the Atlantic Ocean. You gonna introduce yourself, or are we just gonna go in cold? Uh, I guess that I am Coconut Pat, cause I like Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, you're always dressed for a cruise. I am. It's fun. Uh, yeah. So the big news story this week is uh, I've been on a seven-day cruise, and I didn't have internet because I'm not paying a dollar a minute to be angry at sea. I was gonna introduce it as saying this guy has fled the country because things have just been so awful. He was not putting up with America's shit anymore, so he fled across the ocean. Well, that's not exactly true because America's shit also bought tickets on the same cruise ship as me, and <laughs> uh, sucked up all the good pool chairs and let their kids just run wild around the free buffet. And sucked up all the internet feed and charged you a dollar a minute to get on and try and look at Facebook. You know, I'm actually okay with that, and I like I, I've changed. Uh, I've the the cruise has changed me. Uh, a, you know what? I'm kind of against net neutrality now. Oh, what's that? Uh, I'm against net neutrality because when I was on the cruise and I had to pay a dollar a minute to use the internet, I used the internet very wisely and only for things that I needed, and then lived my life without it, and it was great. Yeah, but without net neutrality, you don't get to decide what things you need on the internet. Someone else decides for you and limits the options of what all you can pick. Yeah, but then I would probably just stop using the internet. Like, when I got back, I got on Facebook for like five minutes when I got home and immediately just ran into one of those stupid, like, Michelle Obama was the most uh, <laughs> most educated first woman in the history of whatever. Because uh, she's got two degrees from two Ivy League edu- uh, um, two Ivy League places, this, that, and the other. And immediately people were like... I call bullshit. Yeah, she's a man. Transvestite. <laughs> like, and I just got mad and I went, ah, fuck Facebook. I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing the daily hate anymore. Yeah, that's just like one of those bullshit societal things where if a woman has even the tiniest bit of definition in their arm muscles, it's like, oh, they're a man. Look at that, which is also extremely transphobic on top of sexist and everything else. And it's just like layers upon layers of hate and bullshit or if they have any if they have any definition in their brain it's like oh they it's <laughs> two like two degrees from ivy league universities i bet she's a man yeah she went to them ivy league education schools they teach you fancy stuff out there fancy words to confuse me and my can there was a a friend of mine that uh um got into a uh the story was she got into a really good um like an ivy league school and her, her real Christian folks didn't want her to go uh, because, as we know, like liberal higher education ruins conservative values. They call it liberal, yeah. liberal brainwashing. Yeah, funny enough, any time you uh, start to know things, it uh, makes you lean left. It's, it's crazy how that happens. Well, my bigger anyway. thing was I think the reason that like men hate educated women is because like, when they get smart, they won't fuck you, and I don't like that. Well, welcome to the world. Yeah. But yeah, like it's uh, yeah, just so, funny how that works. If you um, consume the news, it's uh, it has to be the left-leaning news because suddenly you start to dislike conservative ideologues. Same with the education. You start to find out about the world, and you're like, oh, well, some of these things um, don't seem to be right. And they're like, well, those are my beliefs. You can't dislike my beliefs because you know things. Yeah, I can. Anyway. 
Uh, so the only pieces of news I know from when I left on uh, Sunday is I know that there was a fire in Trump Tower that killed somebody. Uh, and according to Fox News, the Mueller witch hunt continues, but they didn't give any <laughs> they didn't give any details. So I'm just like, okay. Now, oh man, let's start with that then. The um, it's been amazing watching Fox News try to communicate to the president not to talk to Mueller. Because Mueller wants to talk to him. Trump does want to talk to Mueller, and Fox News is saying over and over again, every pundit on every show, just in case that's the show the president's watching, because he spends a lot of time watching the news. But we uh, we really don't think that Trump should talk to him because it might be a trap. Yes, yeah, definitely a trap because he's uh he likes to sh- he's a businessman. He likes to showboat. But that's um if that if anything he says isn't perfectly true, then that could get him in a lot of trouble. You're right, it's a trap. He shouldn't talk to Mueller. Everyone on every show has those marching orders to warn the president don't talk to Mueller. Well, we all know uh, that. Yeah. Well, that at that and him, the quote-unquote showboating thing is just like um, a buzzword for he's a prolific liar. Yeah, he yeah, can't yeah. Tell the truth, to, so yeah. he'll perjury himself. Yeah, that's my whole thing. If I was going to talk to a federal prosecutor, uh, I would just bring in a lawyer with me, and I would speak through my lawyer. You know, like on TV, where like they whisper yeah. in the lawyer's ear. Yeah. But yeah. I, that's that's why he doesn't have a lawyer because they all know that he's gonna fuck him. It's all like he's not gonna do that. He's gonna just say whatever, and he doesn't listen to me anyway. And that's why he can't get a lawyer to help him in the Trump Russia case because they all know that not only is he doomed, but he's they're not gonna be able to help him. He just does whatever he feels like. Well, like the uh, Fox News should also know that if you want Trump to do something, uh, then you should tell him to do it because then he won't. So. If the whole world is telling him, like, hey, man, don't talk to Mueller, what do you think he's going to do? Hmm, talk to Mueller. Yeah, because, you know, that's why he was elected, because he's friggin' opposite man. Mm-hmm. Like, any like time people are like, man, you can't do that, and he's just like, yeah, I can. And uh, what was the other thing? Ah, Trump Tower. Since that's the other bit you've uh, heard, I'll bring that up. So, apparently, somebody died and it's the president's fault that a human an american human being was burned to death Benghazi! because of his shoddy shitty construction uh, and his bu- his building didn't have working sprinklers and a floor caught on fire and burned a guy to death and what does trump do he does not mention the guy he does not apologize to the family he does not do thoughts and prayers he just says i have the best buildings he brags about his building and says that it's made so well because it's his building and that's why the fire was contained to only a few floors and was put up <laughs> before the whole thing burned down he <laughs> bragged about the construction of his building that it just killed someone and it's his fault for being such a cheap motherfucker and yeah the, <laughs> to be blood f- is squarely on his hands and he's only like, i have the best buildings to folks. be fair oh i'm so happy to be fair to his building and he was sexist while tweeting about it, too. Oh, God, how was he sexist? I would just like to thank all the firemen and, I guess, the firewomen, too. He said, I guess, the firewomen? Yeah. Why didn't you just call them the... You know, I, having been a fireman, I think you can still call them firemen, it's fine, or fire people. Just call it the friggin' FDNY. That covers everyone. Yeah. It's like many thanks so, to the brave, the brave men and women of the FDNY. Many thanks to the fire persons, the firemen. Like, why do you have to? I guess the women too. Like, I so, but yeah, my God. All right, so now we have all the news that you haven't heard. Well, to be and, hold on, to be fair to him, his building did. It is a pretty cool building because not only did it uh, 
Was it it's on the fire? Second high, it's the second time it's caught fire in like two months. Yeah, it also took a hu- <laughs> it also took a human life. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just yeah. saying if you were uh, if this was a boxing match, his building would have won. Yeah, true. If this was a round of Street Fighter, you know they would have said Trump Towers flawless victory. Fatality. It's just <laughs> one, one <laughs> more fatality. Poor construction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's all I knew about. Like, I, but yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't know what happened. I was hoping that maybe. Well, I, I was gonna say who I hoped was in the fire, but again, uh, I have to be really careful about threatening a, a, a or being being believed to be threatening towards a sitting president. Uh, so we'll just move on <laughs> before I incriminate myself further, like our president. And I, like I'm always saying, these uh, one of these days, these podcasts will be put before our uh, Guantanamo trial as uh, Exhibit B. Oh, I did read that the um, president and the Office of Homeland Security is looking for somebody to compile a list of um, media influencers or media uh, people, I guess. Like, I oh. guess to start making a list of, like, good or bad media. Although I hope that maybe what they're actually looking at is they're looking for a... They're compiling a list of... Um, possible like uh media things like fox and like uh breitbart that aren't actually media but are, are driving the narrative like because of the cambridge Analytica stuff yeah could be that or it could just be that they're putting our names down on a list and when i saw it i went man how do we get the podcast on that i could push really hard to get the mrs b-board show on it if it's um if i can trick them into thinking that she's just doing marching orders I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I got. I have. I mean, it was. That's the little bit of news I saw. So I don't really have a lot of research on it. I just saw. I was I, like, oh, that's scary. So I guess I'll hop into the main story for the night, even though I still have a whole bunch of orbiting stories that I want to cover. Yeah, hit hit me with the main stuff. What is what is happening? Trump's house caught on fire. He was he he said women suck. Um, yeah. <laughs> So he's decided to uh, call in the National Guard and line them up along the uh, Mexico border because he saw a show on Fox News which was basically just fear porn about how caravans of Mexicans were coming for him. So he freaked out and called in the National Guard and now they're being sent to the Mexico border to... I don't know. like, But they're being sent there and... He keeps tweeting about caravans because that was the buzzword on Fox oh, News. Oh, that was where that weird tweet came from, like the day I left, where he was just like, "No more DACA caravans, stop!" And I was yep. like, "I don't know what the hell does that mean?" Yeah, it's um, it's funny how uh, this is where being hated by everyone in combat, being hated by everyone in Congress, will come back to bite the stupid orange turd. He can declare DACA dead all he wants. But uh, they don't actually have to do it because um, the thing is is that we have three, in theory, equal branches of government, and the judicial branch has already said that DACA stays, so the dictator wannabe can't just supersede their call and throw DACA out anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, all the other, even if he vetoes something, it just goes back, what is it, you need a two-thirds vote in the House and the, the, the uh, Senate to get it to uh, pass again, so if he vetoes yeah. it, it just goes back through, the same people vote for it. Same with the uh, the budget that they forced him to sign, because if he had yeah. vetoed it, they would have just two-thirds voted it. Like That is something that um, McConnell and Ryan and Nancy Pelosi and that other guy, I can't remember his name, do have the clout to do. And this is something they'd worked together on, so it would be an overwhelming force the president couldn't do anything about. Yeah. Um, so the National Guard, so they're going to like just kind of stand arm-in-arm arm at the border to stop the caravans? 
Alright, so there's a um God, are, let me just go now are we uh, talking a few things about Well this. are we talking about like like Dodge caravans, like the specific like <laughs> minivan, or are we talking about just like we got ourselves a convoy running through the night? Like what kind of what kind of caravans are we talking got about? A big old convoy, ain't that a beautiful sight? Yeah. Convoy. I'm not really sure because I didn't watch the Fox News special. I just know that uh, it came on Fox News and he saw it and freaked out. But I can tell you this is something. This is one bit where I would be more critical of um, CNN if this was done during normal times. Because uh, CNN was covering this like it was a big military movement towards the border, when in fact uh, nothing had actually happened yet when they were covering it. And Fox News was agreeing with CNN for once, or vice versa, if you want to look at it. They were saying the same thing, which is the Guard is going, National Guard's going to the border. They weren't at that point. Now, as of right this moment, I think some of them may have been deployed. But the thing is, is that the president... uh, Let's see, what is this? Hold on, I took notes about it because this is complicated. Uh, He used Title 32 authority rather than federalizing the Guard under Title 10, which means he requested state governors send in troops. He didn't send them in himself. And that means stuff like California Governor Jerry Brown can just say no to the request. That's what I was going to say is that I believe that the the National Guard is assembled by a... uh, by by the state and if the states like you have to ask the individual states and i think they can only like correct me if i'm wrong but like so title 10 is when the governor there's a whole process that they have to federalize it so that the uh president can call up federal assistance right i will yeah that's why governors are always declaring like a state of emergency and stuff because i think they have to do that before the president can federalize the national guard right Right, but it's still just like kind of fucked up that he is making us even more like North Korea now. You know, more than just having a fat, stupid dictator in charge. But now we have uh, the military on the border. Okay, now, can you imagine what would but, happen if like Fox News just did a segment on like the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? <laughs> he would actually do something about. It. I, don't I mean, know. I want to see him. I, I like... mean, this story is specifically designed to scare old white people. Which I mean, I guess he counts as white, though he's really orange. He's more but, like a Lorax American. But, but there's a lot of there's a lot of really scary stuff out there that I think is scary to old and young people alike. Like I feel like if you told old people like all the water is polluted and uh, you know the bees are dying and we won't have like um, old people could still be scared. We could still sell fear and it'd be like helpful. Like yeah. Fox News could be using their powers for good right now. They're just not. It just sucks that Fox News is the president of America right now. We're following their policies, and they have to... I believe that they need to start taking more responsibility for their actions because they're actually affecting change right now. What they're doing is the equivalent of yelling fire in a theater. If they yell, caravans of Mexicans, the president will be like, oh my god, I gotta do something. Yeah. And then he actually does something. As Even said, though... In all reality, we're actually seeing the lowest rates of immigrants crossing the border since 1971. Uh, like, so once again, the dumbass has reality completely backwards. We're doing better than ever right now, not worse. But he saw a special on caravans, and that was his buzzword. And so he's like, "Oh no, the caravans!" And... Well, we're in a we're in a. If I understand the numbers right, we're in a uh, an immigration a net negative. In fact. Um, more people are leaving the United States uh, <laughs> than are actually coming into the United States. 
I didn't know that many people were leaving. Are they? Why are people leaving? Is this actually people following through on? If Trump wins, I'm going to leave. No, I, I don't think know why I, I made think that person southern. No, I think it's, I think it's it's people that are are either immigrants or are like you know like that normally you know immigrants come over here and stay legal or non-legal da 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 da. But I think more more people who are either immigrants or like. <laughs> You know, I guess are are being targeted by this whole anti-immigrant rhetoric are leaving because honestly, like they don't feel comfortable or feel safe. So, like more people are actually leaving than that. are coming here. Yeah, like more people are going back home. Also, remember the the United States economy just got out of the crapper. So, uh, not so much. <laughs> it's actually going right back into the crapper. Well, that also affects immigration. So, because yeah. of the economic downturn, like a lot of people left because of that. Because like. Um, when the economy falls apart, it hurts everybody all the way down, especially like, uh, you know, people on the lower end of the socioeconomic ladder, which tend a lot of times to be immigrants. And as far as the whole border thing goes, if anyone, if any of the listeners are not aware, most of our immigrants, legal immigrants, whatever you want to call them, undocumented workers, come here legally with a visa and then they just overstay their visa. That's like 75, 80% of them. Very few relatively cross the border into America to get here that way. Yeah. Um, so wait, what's happened to the economy now? Because I just paid for a cruise. The uh, China has decided, you know, Okay, you want to play rough? And they're going Tony Montana on us with um, jacking up tariffs on all kinds of American goods. Are we feeling it yet? Or is the market just responding uh, before we actually start feeling it in the pants? Uh, The economy is already responding before we feel it by dipping another thousand points the day that it was announced. Oh, nice. But um, let's see here. Uh, So things that are going to cost 25% more now. Uh, dried fruits, ginseng, nuts, wine, pork, and steel from China. All Man. of that's going to cost us more. Damn it, I love all those things. Aye, and they're, all their prices are about to start going up. Uh, and everything else is going to have to adjust to um, adjust for infl- inflation, whether this stuff comes from China or not. Yeah. Uh, well, so all those things across the board, I'm saying, will go up, not just the ones that come from China. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with, like, a, a trade war is that, like, if you... I mean, it's 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 kind of like a, like a nuclear deterrent, right? The nuclear deterrent works, but if someone launches their nukes, you kind of have to launch yours, you know? So in a trade war, if someone just starts brazenly, like, slapping tariffs on your stuff, you kind of just got to respond in kind, and then it's just like, we'll see who hurts worse, you know what I mean? And yeah. being as how the uh, Chinese people uh, are, I feel like, used to more severe conditions than us, and their president doesn't have to be elected, uh, they'll win this trade war. So uh, this will be about $3 billion um, that they're taking extra from the U.S. with this, Yeah, which is a very small amount, but they are willing to go way, way over this. This is just a warning shot. Yeah, well, I mean, look how the market's already responded to this, so like... It's all about how the market responds. It's not the actual what the... Because the market's all about perception. So if you perceive that the trade war is about to go bonkers, then it's going to hurt the market even more. So, like, the, the the whole point of this is his pride. You know what I mean? He just throws around stuff, and then he's the kind of guy that can't back down. And he keeps fighting. He's like, whenever you're already $300 billion in the hole, you can't lose. And that's ridiculous because that... I mean, you can always do worse. I mean... This idiot should know that from all the places. Uh, like, oh my God, 
his dad's not going to come bell America out this time. No, he but... He can't just keep going bankrupt and bankrupting America. And he's yeah. like, oh, we're already losing to China, so we're just going to make everything worse and see how they like it. This They'll is... love it. They'd love to see America be ruined. That'd give them an even better standing in the world. This is how it works, though. He, uh... He 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 like does a deal. Uh, it screws everybody, and then he walks away and declares bankruptcy again. Yeah, and then he tweets "crime" in all caps on his Twitter because he likes to just tweet random things. Witch hunt, and now it's crime. What's what's going on with the crime rate? Is it still at an all-time low? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he says that Mexico and Canada's border security is um, strong while ours is weak and that it's Obama's fault that the trade war with China is happening, but also that we already lost it years ago, so there's no way that we can lose. Look, uh, he has tweeted a lot of weird stuff over the week, and I've tried to, like, assemble it, but, uh, like, just my notes on it doesn't make any sense to me because he doesn't make any sense. I'm just waiting for the day when he just starts tweeting, toast. Everything smells like burnt toast, okay? I'm going to be uh, like, that's great. Because, you know, like if you smell burnt, burnt <laughs> yeah. toast is a sign of a stroke. Um, yep. yeah, so, yeah, we're just waiting for them burnt toast tweets. That's that's what we want now. Uh, yeah, so and I feel that's like I... when Obama <laughs> snuck the toast into my office yeah. and does this. And then he poisoned me because suddenly I was faint. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I feel like I've missed news, but I haven't really missed anything. It's just this idiot, like... Just kind of driving us further in the hole and everybody just going, well, I voted for him, so I'm just kind of all in at this point. Yeah. And uh, then there's uh, some stuff about Jeff Sessions, but all this is just notes I took from John Oliver's show last week. I, I just wanted to bring up how he's hurting people and how Trump's administration overall is just really badly hurting a lot of people. Jeff Sessions is trying to make it much harder for people to um, seek asylum in America, and now he's trying to make it, he's trying to set, pre he's, because he is the highest officer in the land, he has the ability to just step into any court anywhere, especially um, immigrant court, which is actually an executive branch and not a judicial branch in America. Hmm. So he has complete power to just boot people out, and he's booted people out who were killed as soon as they returned. Uh, because they were trying to say, you know, uh, my life's in danger and America declared it not a credible threat, then they were sent back and they died because it was a credible threat. And a lot of this are victims of domestic abuse. And so Jeff Sessions is trying to set precedents that it's okay to send anyone back who was domestically abused and they're seeking asylum from an abusive husband. And, yeah, so that's what's happening right now. And this is something that will outlive him and the Trump administration. Those precedents doesn't just get reset just because it was declared, you know, an asshole that said it back in the day. No, it's all future lawyers would be like, well, this person said it once, so. Is there an abusive husband lobby that we don't know about yet that's just like, we got to get these, we got to get these women sent back? I don't know. Like, there's no money in this. I think he's doing it just to be mean, just to watch women get beaten and die. Yeah, I mean, part of it is it doesn't seem like there's any other motive for it than just, like, I hate women, and I want them to suffer. That's Which, all I can tell. Yeah. He, um, But I can tell you there is one amusing thing that comes out of this. Jeff Sessions. That, um, tell me Jeff Sessions got accidentally deported in a cartoonish switch. <laughs> That would be funny. But uh, Trump badly wants to fire him, and he won't leave. <laughs> well, if he, like, fires, if he fires Jay Sesh, who's next? 
uh, j probably some puppet. Like, uh, Trump wants some, a, a guy that will fire Mueller, and Sessions will not do it because he kind of recused himself, even though he keeps getting involved, but he's only getting involved insofar as to save his own skin. But uh, Why doesn't the president just fire Mueller? Because that would be extremely bad for him. Like, that would really look like he's um, trying to obstruct justice, even more than it already does. But he's just trying... I, I don't know. Like, he seems kind of dumb, so maybe he should do it anyway. Yeah, he I don't know. He will do it eventually. I don't know what's stopping him. I really have, like, no idea so other than, the, like, they the just only keep person, distracted. The only person in his administration that Trump can't fire is Pence. And so <laughs> everyone else, including Sessions, is free game. <laughs> I didn't realize the president couldn't fire the VP. He, could, he can't, right? That's weird. Why not? I'm not sure. That's, uh, I don't remember exactly how the rule goes, but that's, um, yeah, that's never, how it is. I never thought about that, but I always thought that the president could be like, go away, and they'd be like, okay. <laughs> and he could probably, like, ask him to resign and talk him into it, but yeah. if Pence is like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere like Sessions is doing, then there's no, his hands are tied. But, um, so what Trump decided to do to try to make Sessions quit, and uh, all this is just, like, other stuff that I've read up on did from, like, just, the Washington Post Did he just, like, hold article. him down and kind of, like, dribble spit next to his face and go, quit, quit, I, yeah. Kind of the equivalent of that. He's uh, He's been calling him, like, mean nicknames for a long time, which Sessions admits that he's, it actually has legitimately hurt his feelings that the president keeps calling him stuff. But that would be, like, the Mr. Magoo thing that we already knew. Well, wait, wait, now, now, is, now, now is, is he coming up with his own nicknames, or is Cambridge Analytica still supplying him with a steady stream of, of nicknames? What kind of quality are we talking about here? Uh, they're really bad, so it probably is Trump. What, what are they, man? Come on, like, don't leave us hanging. Uh, Oh, uh, Mr. Magoo is the main one. Oh, he's actually calling him Mr. Magoo. I thought that was just something that we made up. No, no, he really has called Jeff Sessions Mr. Magoo. And he's, like, talking. He's like, ah, Mr. Magoo over there. He'll say it, like, when he's right around the corner and Trump knows that Sessions can hear him, but he can pretend like, oh, I didn't know you could hear that. What else does he call him? I don't have anything else. Oh, you didn't uh, get the down. Jeff Sessions nicknames? Nah. But, um... Let's see. Uh, oh, and also Trump tried to get his once upon a time chief of staff, Rents Priebus, to get Sessions' resignation letter. So he sent Priebus out to tell Sessions, the president wants your resignation letter. Will you give it to him? And Sessions responded like, no, no, I'm not. And that was it. Like, Priebus just went back and he's like, I, I can't do it. So eventually Priebus was fired and someone else was put in charge. But... Oh, I thought this was recent. I'm like, I thought he just got rid of Priebus. Or I thought he got rid of Priebus a while back. Yeah, this was a long... He's okay. been trying since last summer to fire Sessions, and it's just not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sessions well, refuses to leave. Well, that's like he tries to get other people to do the heavy lifting. Like, he wants to get Sessions to resign. Uh, he wanted to get Mexico to pay for the wall. Um, and then he just tried to tell Mexico, just say you'll pay for it. You don't actually have to pay for it. And they were like, no, man, we're not doing that. So, like, when when people don't play along, it, it kind of throws his whole plan off because he's not competent enough to do any of this himself. <laughs> Yeah. So Trump's is just too cowardly to directly fire Sessions. So as much of a monster as Sessions is, he's still no Trump puppet. So Sessions only wants non-white people and women to suffer. That's his only goal. He's not trying to hand America over to Putin. Yeah, I guess. Um, I kind of like that, that Sessions still has feelings left to be hurt. Because when I think of people, <laughs> when I think of people like Sessions, I think of how... Um, Obi-Wan, like, described Darth Vader when he's, like, a twisted, massive machine. More machine than man, really. 
twisted by the dark side. Yar. Like, I just, I'm just shocked that Sessions feels anything while drinking his little wine glass of just, like, <laughs> infant blood, you know? Ha! Yar. Uh, that's all the notes I took for the week. That's all I've uh, missed? It's been seven days, and, like, like, and that's, that's it, just uh, caravans, um... Just why is Trump so scared of the Mexicans? I don't know. I mean, it could just be a regular. He's an old guy, and they're brown, so he's like, "Oh no!" Well, I don't understand oh, his no. relationship with immigrants because he married one, but then he's terrified of like. He married a white one. Oh, okay. So it's it's a it's a it's a racist color thing since his dad was. It in definitely the... is. Like he wants immigrants, he just doesn't want brown ones. Mm, yeah, you know, based on what he said, I think you're right. That we pretty much nailed his relationship on immigrants. Is it's all about yeah. like I just want the light ones, not the dark ones. Get get rid of the dark ones. Well, yeah, remember he called a- Africa and uh, other places shithole countries. And he's like, you know what we need? We need people from what was it? Uh, what was the country he named? I think it was Norway. Norway. Yeah, we need people from Norway. Why don't they come here? Well, yeah, it's right, right there. It's like, and then people that support Trump are still like, he hasn't said anything racist. Name one thing he said that's racist. Shithole countries is uh, well, he he was saying shit house countries. That was actually their defense <laughs> for it, by the way. He was saying shit houses, and they go to shit houses there, and it's like, but no, no. not everyone in Africa uses shit houses. <laughs> Uh, Africa is a big fucking place. They have some nice places there. I live in America, and I've used shit houses on more than one occasion. Yeah, me too. Is this a shit house country? <laughs> yes, I would say it is. It definitely is. A hundred percent. Oh, okay, but <laughs> bad example. Hundred <laughs> percent. This is a shithole country. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I've just and, and I've also been... maybe we shouldn't like look at um, places that are very bad off in Africa and make fun of them because they have hard enough lives. Well, I mean, the entire continent of Africa is the most exploited continent on the planet. Uh, yeah, because of white people. Yeah, you know, uh, white uh, Western Europeans are generally responsible for a lot of the uh, the ethnic conflicts in most of the places that would be called shithole countries today. Um, yeah. But, but people really like to be like, well, it's been, they haven't been a colony in 20 years. Why can't they get it together? It's like, well, <laughs> it's real, real hard to, like, build a country... Uh, when um, you've just been, like, forced to be in a country with your traditional enemies and or have been exploited uh, and then just kind of dropped on the ground and go, yeah, you figure it out. Like, it takes time. Uh, and they're still being exploited is the thing, too. They may, they're not called colonies anymore, but they're still, like, it's, I believe it's, there's, like, India and, like, a bunch of countries in Africa are, like, uh, where they dump our electronic garbage, like, all the stuff that we can't put in our own dumps that kills people. You know, with all the different things that go into making a computer that can't be recycled, we just dump it in other countries and then call them shithole countries. Yeah, that still happens. Yeah, so it's a very exploitative system. I mean, if you look at uh, if you look at nation building like a foot race, imagine that in the beginning of the foot race, uh, somebody else like smashed your kneecaps uh, and then yeah. you know, yeah, took off running. Uh, I have something new here. Yeah, this is up? um, it doesn't really add too much to any conversation but it just like is good for angering up the blood uh an article i just found nra board member ted nugent said during a conversation with infowars host alex jones that democrats among others like rabid coyotes that need to or among others are like rabid coyotes that need to be shot on site 
Don't ask me why. I don't know that evil dishonesty and scam artists have always been around, and right now they're liberal. They're Democrat. They're rhinos. They're Hollywood. They're fake news. They're media. They're academia. They're half of our government, at least, Nugent said, according to Media Matters, the liberal watchdog group. They are rabid coyotes running around. You don't wait till you see one to go get your gun. You keep your gun handy, he said. And every time you see one, shoot one. Um. All right, so a few things about Ted Nugent. Wait, is there more? Yeah, that's all. Jesus Christ. All right, a few things about Ned, I, Ted Nugent. I, I, I don't know how to do a good... I don't know what he sounds like, so I just did a random voice for him. Uh, he's. I mean, he's the guy that sang Cat Scratch Fever in the 80s. Scratch fever. I can't picture it. Yeah, no, you can't. That's, I, that's I know the song, enough. but... Anyway. Uh, anyway, so Ted Nugent's the guy who once sang a song about a girl who was 13, but he didn't care. Um, so, he's ah. a, so he made a song about boning a 13-year-old, um, so there's that. Uh, also, he blocked Patton Oswalt on Twitter uh, because I guess his feelings couldn't, <laughs> his feelings couldn't take it. Um Yarr. Yeah, he's just, he's like a washed up rock star that has gone absolutely insane. Like, uh, he's always been kind of an interesting, like, like, gun and. Oswald isn't even a mean comedian. Like, what? That's um, weird. But, I mean, the Nuge couldn't handle it. Uh, yeah, so he's a washed up rock star, but, like, the idea that somebody with differing political beliefs than you should be shot on sight is insane. That's crazy. Like, I don't think that all Republicans are bad. I I think that there's definitely... They should take control of their party and bring it back towards the center. Uh, yeah. I, I think that... Um, look, there are a whole lot of conservative ideologues that I can get behind and agree with. Just none of them that get discussed anymore, right? Like, yeah. I'm more for, like, the trade side of things and, you know, actually being a conservative with um, your spending and all that stuff that's been thrown way out the window yeah. and they haven't stood for in a long time hence the last budget they passed that uh gave tax or the tax scam bill right like that's gonna cost us another trillion dollars they're not conservatives anymore they don't give a shit about the spending they just but want they, to make their wealthy benefactors rich but the idea that you think that like a political party are frothing at the mouse rabid coyotes uh that's 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 it's real dangerous because you know there are a lot of people who are like I like the Nuge I'll, I'll listen to what he has to say. Um, yeah, that's that's why that's um, bad. People can say freedom of speech all you want, but again, the whole you can't yell fire in a theater because people can get hurt. You also can't yell let's shoot people because people might get shot. And pe I know that uh, I can picture defenders now saying, oh well, every he was just kidding, and people know he's just kidding. Yeah, but look at um, Pizzagate, right? Whenever they tried to say that there's a pedophile ring in that the basement of that one pizzeria place, someone actually showed up there with a gun. And by the way, there was no basement in the place, so there was yeah. never anything true about that story. It was just crazy people talking crazy talk to try and trick people that are easily tricked, I guess. I don't know. Well, the other the other part of it is... Um... You know, if you're if you're living but somewhere it, and they're rabid, but, but it's dangerous to say that stuff is what what I'm the point I'm getting at yeah. here. People really will take action and people will get hurt. Well, my other problem with it is, uh, so you know, say there there are rabid coyotes. Uh, yeah, well, you do wait till you see one to shoot it, because no one just goes around just like armed. Like, why do you get all those guns for? 
case there's a rabid coyote on the loose. What? Who lives their life like that? Like, you wait till you see a rabid coyote. Then you shoot it. Like, yeah. what, what? Is he just going around, like, just blasting anything with fucking four legs? And a, uh, ah! It could be a rabid coyote! <laughs> just yep. people's neighborhood pets, you know? Like, dude, that was a wiener dog. That wasn't even a coyote. Guys, it don't matter. You don't wait till you see it. You shoot! Like... I just picture him being like um, Yosemite Sam or something. Bam, 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 shooting himself into the air. Yeah, well, he's also like, he's like a, you ever had, you ever had like a, uh, what is it? It's like three, I think it's called like three or five layer Mexican dip. Um, Probably. It's great, man. It's got like refried beans and like guacamole and like, uh, yeah, it's it's like, it's like a layered, it's like all the good stuff that makes uh, you dip your chips in and it's layered. Yeah. Ted Nugent is gotcha. like Ted Nugent is like that, but each layer is a different kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Like you just you're just like mm, it's like five layers of just stupid just in one container. <laughs> like, why does he in even these, get to own guns at this point? In these info wars, no information will survive. Yeah, that's maybe that's what they'll call it. The uh, in the future, you know, like when they're like, "There's a great <laughs> info wars." They're like grand grandfather. What what were the what were the two thousands? The the first twenty twenty to fifty years of the two thousands like? And be like, oh, I remember the great info wars. The first thing to die was critical thought. <laughs> just no, no, shut up, Billy, and eat your squirrel. Yeah, we just talk about how they just murdered common sense, and yeah, then there'll oh, be. No, a, I don't. I don't want Bernie Sanders to be my default old guy voice. I need a different too, one. It's too late. Oh, Billy, shut up and eat your squirrel now. It's good for you. Now. We'll, we'll the have vitamins a, that Hillary provides. There'll be a lot of sad protest songs after the info war is in, like, anybody <laughs> here seen my old friend books? <laughs> <laughs> they educated a lot of people. Yeah, just like, because that's the thing that's being murdered is, like, accurate information. Also, um... Why does anybody give a shit what the fuck Ted Nugent thinks anyway? The dude hasn't had an actual career since the 80s. Like, I don't think he plays music anymore, but if he does, I can tell you it's an aging, like, it's a it's a mostly died off, probably aging crowd somewhere, uh, like, like on the cruise ship that I was just on. I could see the Nuge playing for a cruise ship crowd of, like, 30 people. Yeah. I could, um... Uh, I guess we care just because he's saying, like, really dangerous shit, and it might whip up some deplorables to action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, why are we giving him a platform? It's like when they interviewed, Fox News interviewed Steven uh. Seagal about the Russian <laughs> probe. Who gives, what? Why, why does anybody, why does anybody, yeah, like, look it up. It's a great interview. Uh, he dressed like the villain from one of his movies. Is he, is he, who's, oh, he's on Trump's side, isn't he? Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, oh, yeah, he's very much in love with Vladimir well, Putin, yeah, yeah. Because I just realized, why would Fox have anyone on that wasn't on Trump's side? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, of course, just, he is. But, I mean, like, oh, no. but they, they just keep getting these B-list celebrities, and they're like, hey, uh, let's let's find out what uh, the corpse of John Wayne has to say. Like, what, why are you, what? Let's interview Ella, Elvis's, Elvis's headstone, like, you're just you're because I I don't like when it comes to news for the most part I don't really care what like a rock star has to say like I care what Patton Oswalt has to say because he's both a comedian and like a writer and a political commentator but for the I, most part I there's a lot of celebrities I don't care about their political opinions especially singers I, well I guess that's about everything I had. 
Yeah, I got nothing. I'm just real unhappy to be back in New York where it's 32 degrees and friggin' Ooh. windy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I actually had uh, three days of spring recently, and then it became winter again, and it sucks down here now, too. Oh. All the way in Georgia, it's just, like, rainy and cold and shitty. Oh, the Bahamas were so great. Oh, they were so warm, and I didn't know anything about the news. I wish I had, like, some better bombshells to tell you whenever you got back. It's like, oh, yeah, they're all, uh, everything's crazy. Apparently, every American is now legally married to Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's awful. It's awful, Peter. Uh, I got to tell you, too, I love the way they do, like, museums and stuff in the Bahamas. Um, Because you just pay some money, and then you go in, and there's just nobody watching the displays or anything. Yeah, like all the old forts. All the old forts and stuff, they're just like... All right, there you go. And then you just kind of guide. You could climb on the stuff. No one cares. Like, no one's watching you. I was crawling all over a bunch of cannons. Like, Oh, that reminds me. When I was uh, a really little kid, I uh, went into a museum, and they had, like, this one display. And uh, I went over, and I wanted to, like, pick it up and see what it was. I'm like, ah, this is too heavy to lift. And I just sort of walked on, right? Uh I didn't realize until I was an, an adult, oh, they probably glued it down so little kids wouldn't just pick it up and walk off with it like I was about to do. Yeah, I went to a museum in uh, Los Angeles, and they were just annoying. Like, you couldn't have a bottle of water in that museum. Um, you had to put your backpack on the front of your chest, I guess, so you didn't just knock shit over. Uh, I, well, I could see that, because um, I know some people that are very clumsy. Uh, a lady yelled at me because I was looking on a glass. I was looking through a glass case... <laughs> Uh, this like this intricate like Japanese scroll. Uh, it was really interesting, and I had to lean on the glass to get closer. And I just hear someone going, "Sir, sir, sir!" Like just I'm like, "Who is sir. who is the jackass that she is talking to?" Because she's because <laughs> she's across the room from me. Clearly, a security guard in a in a museum wouldn't yell at you from across the room. They'd come over and go, "Sir, I need you." And like finally looked up, and she's like, "You can't lean on the glass." And I'm like. You want to maybe just walk over next time and not yell sir like 30 times? Like, you know, that would have been better. All right, goodbye. But like I said, in the Bahamas and Nassau, you just go in and they're like, welcome. All right, here's your money. I mean, give, give me your money. All right, good go. Bye-bye. It was great. We just wandered around the museum. I got to see a pirate museum. Nice. Oh, it was fantastic. Um... There was a great story about a pirate. I'm trying to remember her name. She was like the most famous female pirate. And apparently she sailed with another male pirate named Calico Jack. And when they were cornered at one point while pirating, uh, Jack was like, Arr, I give up. And she was like, uh, you'll have to try and catch me. And she fucking ran away and got away. So later on she visited Calico Jack in prison. And uh, she was like, well, if you had fought like you were a man, perhaps you wouldn't be here. And he was like, yar. You were right. And uh, then Anne they... Bonnie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anne Bonnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, Anne Bonnie, like, got away. Uh, Calico Jack got fucking hung. And they, <laughs> they never figured out. I think I think Anne Bonnie might have died of, like, yellow fever. But, like, she didn't get hung to death like Calico Jack. It was like, yar, I give up. Yar. And she was all like, well, I guess that shows who wears the pants in this pirate family. Hey, Miss Bonnie. Yeah. What's funny is everyone likes to call it like, you know, it was all all in the Caribbean and like, ah, the golden age of piracy. And I go, well, it wasn't really golden age and it only lasted until the British were like, yeah, we're going to send a ton of warships to fuck your shit up because we're tired of getting robbed. And then it was like, well, I guess we better stop pirating now. And then it ended. 
everything was good until someone did something about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's how I would sum up piracy in, like, the 1700s. Like, things were good until someone called the cops. <laughs> like, that's pretty much like the the Caribbean was like an unpoliced house party. And then oh, let me tell you about Captain Kidd's kegger. It was the best yard. Yeah, they were. And just... then the cops knocked on the door and was like, "Cut it out." Yeah, they were like, they, "Yeah, it was Arr. just." Yeah, they hung. They hung a couple pirates, and then everyone goes, "Well, <laughs> uh, I guess I'll get a regular job." And they all, I guess, became night watchmen or fast food workers or whatever pirates did after pirating. Yar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's the best. So yeah, that was the story of the Pirate Museum. Uh, really awful. Uh, there's a slavery museum, and I wanted to go see it, but they closed early. Oh no! I know, and oh. I was I was like, well, I guess being a museum on slavery, they've earned the right to close early. And my guess was they were closing early because there was like some debates over the uh, the wages of their late shift people. Or they were just like, you know what? It's a slavery museum. We'll close when we damn well please. I just wanted to go see what they sold in the gift shop. Hmm. Because like every that place can't be anything good. Well, if it's us like slavery theme, then But here's the thing though, like they're just making money hand and fist over these fat white people like me that just like <laughs> just take a cruise and they're just like, Oh look, look, Jack, look, it's a shirt that says I was at the slave museum, let's buy it. Like just they will buy anything. <laughs> like I was kinda hoping the gift shop were just like uh it was just like a box that says like if you're if you're white, you should probably just put money in here. Oh, Gerald, look at this shirt. Oh, it says I'm with Yar. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, the the, uh, uh, the the slavery museum was closed, and I was I was bummed out about that. Uh, but overall, love the pirate museum. It was really cool, man. Um, and I felt bad for the guy at the entrance because he's like a, he's a grown man, and he has to wear a crappy pirate hat. And when you walk by, he has to jump up and go, Yar, welcome to the pirate museum. I would actually love to do that job. I would uh, legitimately just enjoy every day of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just I, I know that's like one of those things that like I should feel humiliated at doing, but I wouldn't. I but, don't know why. I just I picture myself in his shoes and I'm like, oh, I would love that. But he doesn't have to give actually take you on the tour. He just is drumming up people to come in and then they take the tour on their own. It's brilliant, man. Like you just heard these fat white people, like these fat white tourists into the museum and they just do their own thing. And... Are you landlubber? Come into the museum. Yeah. See the pirates. See the parrots. Arr, 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 arr. Yeah, he kept saying landlubber, and I'm like, God, that's depressing. But I just did that voice for like three seconds, and my voice is already scratchy, so maybe I wouldn't enjoy it. Yeah, he did that. Uh, he did that. Like while we were there, I heard him do it like six more times, and I'm almost like, mm. but the, but the museum was really good, man. Uh, I really liked it. It was real, like it was real visceral too. Like the uh, one of the things about what it was like to be on an actual pirate ship. Uh, they had like the they had like a guy actively getting yeah. surgery like on a pirate ship, and there was a timed loop sound effect where he would just start like ha ah, ah, ha ah! ha like he would just start screaming <laughs> as they were like cutting him, and I'm like this is good. I, I wonder if that's inspired that one Black Mirror episode. It was like this uh, crazy museum to um, different famous things or death or whatever, and there was this one guy in the back that you saw just getting executed over and over again except it was real like it actually had a person's consciousness hooked up to this thing just to increase the realism of it and then they let the uh, people walking by pull the switch to torture him and Ugh. anyway 
That sounds yeah. terrible. So, so I wonder if uh, that was inspired by these museums where you walk into it and people just, you know, animatronics randomly scream. And they're like, oh, well, imagine if they had that, but it was for real, like captured in time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I didn't think they got right was they really should have put some real <laughs> horse poop in there because I bet that those, uh, and some people poop because I bet the inside of those ships just smelled awful. Probably. Though, uh, you know, I've read every issue of the manga One Piece, which is a pirate comic, so I think I know how um, doctors work. You put bandages on injuries, and that'll heal everything, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, you're talking about the age of piracy. I'm sure you put a bandage on it, drink some rum, that's the best you're going to get. <laughs> uh, man, that cure everything, but that's all you have. Yeah, that's all you got on a pirate ship. <laughs> well, me third testicle just fell off, but I've got rum. Well, wouldn't that be a good thing if your third testicle fell off? I only have five. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess that's uh, that's about it for this week. Uh, we've covered everything, including piracy. Um, I really would like to just change our podcast from the news to just talking about pirates. I don't know, because I'm already tapped on uh, pirate info. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's not going to work, because we kind of ran out of... <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did just kind of sum it up in one, like, yar, and then the police showed up, and the party was over. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just at this point piracy talking about pirates makes me happier than anything else in my cold, miserable uh, back in the city life. I'll uh, give me till next week and I'll come up with some fun pirate stuff. I have like a five minute pirate section. All right, yeah, I'm down for that. So next week, tune in next week, uh, and we'll we'll do we'll start doing a daily pirate section. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna do it every week, but. Uh... But <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'll definitely do one next week, though, so you'll want to see that. Something well, to look forward to. Uh, until next time, uh, I'm Peter. And I'm Pat. And uh, this is Those Muckrakers, yar. We be wrecking the mucks, you landlubbers. Well, I I guess the podcast is uh, about over now. <laughs> Should probably just stop talking while still in the golden age of podcasting. I, before we walk the plank. You know that people didn't actually, like, that happened, like, I think once, like, and <laughs> everyone was like, oh, we're just going to keep putting that in. Huh. Yeah, that's what the pirate piracy museum told me. Which it makes sense. Why would you make someone walk the plank? Just throw them over. Who cares? Yeah, right? Like, why, why showboat it? Why make it a spectacle? Just, like, toss them overboard. Yeah, it just, it seems unnecessarily, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> It was, like, so famous it showed up in uh, Return of the Jedi whenever where they made all those people walk the plank. I guarantee you that was based on pirates doing it. Um, yeah. Well, at Jabba's uh, Palace, and Luke falls off and bounces back up and grabs his lightsaber. Well, I'm going to get real nerdy with you here. You're incorrect in that it wasn't Jabba's Palace. It was on Jabba's Pleasure Barge uh, on the way out to the pit of the Great Sarlacc. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>